passes in the air to right field. Back it goes. Nando has done it again. Fernando Tatis Jr., a grand slam. Myers drives one out towards deep left center field. Back goes Heinemann at the wall. It's gone. Another grand slam for the Padres. Machado the deep left field. Welcome back to another episode of the Grand Slam and Padres. With me, I have another great guest coming on the show. Can't believe it was great talks. He's always on the Twitter spaces, Dave, but you may know him more as Friar Bolt on Twitter and everything like that. Friar Bolt Sports is his Twitter. Uh, Dave, I'll call you Friar Bolt throughout this whole episode, but it's great to hear from you, buddy. Dominic, thank you for having me on. I feel uh, honored and you know, very humble to be on this, considering your first two guests were uh, Schaefer and Hogg. So I'm like, what am I doing on here? <laughs> no, nah, I don't think like that. And that's on. Yeah, man. Um, I'll say the least, uh, Briarbolt, you bring great points in our Twitter spaces that we have for Padres Baseball. If you guys uh, need to check that out, please. We have Twitter spaces very often especially regarding Padres Twitter uh, and everything like that. So, uh, Fireball, it's great to have you on. We do have some late-breaking news. Uh, I know it's late later tonight and everything, but wanted to get it out there anyway. We got a pitcher that is staying with us for years to come. Jokes aside, it's basically a retirement home soon to be in the city of San Diego. San Diego, but uh, you Darvish is a Padre and he's extended as a Padre. It's looking like he's going to retire a Padre as well. Uh, we're going to break it down, variable and everything like that. Um, but first, I want to get your take on how you feel about an extension overall for six years before we get into the money. How you feeling about this whole entire move? Well, you know, it's funny that you say that this is a, it's we're becoming a retirement home when. Honestly, I remember the old days where we were retiring home for a different reason. We were a place where players came to go for usually their last years when they were already up in their upper 30s and 40s, uh, just doing one year to retire in San Diego. Uh, now it's for a good reason where these guys are signing long-term extensions and they're staying Padres for long years. You know, it, it's exciting time for baseball and especially an exciting time for uh, Padres baseball because I remember the down years and this is definitely the golden age of Padres baseball. As far as with uh, Hugh Darvish and the extension, I'm actually very, very excited for it. Uh, he's the type of pitcher where you can literally – like he's probably one of the better pitchers that can pitch it through age just based on his stuff. And then also, even if his velo goes down, his stuff is so nasty that he can pitch him well into his 40s and still be okay, like how uh, Scherzer and how Verlander are. I think he's going to age well with the contract. And you know what? If honest, Honestly, it's a – uh, it's a breath of fresh air and a relief that we at least have Darvish and Musgrove for the next five years because that was a big concern going into next season was we probably are going to end up having to lose Darvish or Snell uh, or possibly both and you know it left a big gap in our rotation for next year and a lot of uncertainty so you know this is just clearing up more of that uncertainty and I'm, I'm excited that we have Darvish for the next six years and he's going to retire Padre. 
Yeah, uh, me too. To be quite honest, I, I'm very relieved. I think you put it best right there. The fact that there were so many questions in the air with the pitching in the future, let alone this year, it's a little thin in the back end. We'll see how it pans out, but the Padres got to look at the future as well, and they are, because now they have Nick Martinez extended for three years, Musgrove's extended till 2027, and Darvish is now through 2028. Uh, 36 years old, Darvish is still excellent. He can throw a lot of pitches more than scouts can really look into, technically speaking. Uh, and for Darvish at 36, he takes very good care of his age. This contract at six years, $108 million is front-loaded, and it will take him to 42 years old. Uh, it seems like the Padres' firebolt do not have issues one bit with taking guys into their early 40s. Uh, so. Tell me how you're feeling about that. And if you have a prediction on how long Darvish will sustain his prime self throughout this contract. When Papa P wants to sign somebody, he'll get them. And, you know, it's, it's these guys earn their money. And Darvish has definitely been one of those guys that has earned his money the last couple of years with the way he's pitched. And he's been our number one. And I'm glad we're paying him what he pretty much deserves. And that's the extension that he wanted. Uh, this six years was definitely a surprise. Uh, as far as projections, it's hard to say how a player will go going into his, like, basically his 40s. But I think with Scherzer and Verlander, those guys have shown us that you can sustain being a good pitcher as long as you have good stuff and you can pinpoint your spots. And that's what Darvish has been mostly well known for. Now, with the $108 uh, million, and the years, the nice part about it is with the AAV, it's only 18 million AAV. So when it comes to the CBT tax line, we are actually saving money and about $3 million worth of money um, when it comes to trying to possibly get to that 273 mark. You know, it's pushing us back to where we can do a couple more different things, whether that's possibly looking at an extension with Machado or that's also maybe going back out in the market and maybe signing like a guy like Michael Walker to fill out this rotation for uh, one year deal and you know it wouldn't be a bad option it, it definitely creates more opportunities than where we were at start yesterday yeah that's a great point i'm glad you really brought that up it seems like it's very important for the padres to stay in that 273 threshold so they don't pay a big penalty despite the willingness to spend money uh, it's kind of amazing uh, the fact that this happened i didn't expect the years nor the money uh, I was expecting, if anything, three years, 70 mil, 80 mil. Uh, it just, all right, it saves them with the whole per year kind of money. And that's what you want to see at the end of the day. Darvish, he has a lot in his pitch mix to where when he gets older, he can change it up a little bit and still be unpredictable. Maybe he doesn't throw cutters and fastballs to where he starts going all speed and softening up the arm a little bit, sliders curveballs and everything. The only concern I have is that the hard hit percentage for Darvish has gone up since 2020 a little bit. Um, he can get rocked here and there. I feel like sometimes he's a tad predictable, but maybe that changes with Nola behind the plate, despite Caratini being his personal catcher when we had him at the time. That could all change. Uh, but Darvish is extended. This is better for the future. Uh, how are you feeling just overall about the contract? And are you hopeful that this can just push through 2028? 
Um, it's a potential where it could push all the way through 2028. I mean, it's impossible where he could retire partially through that, where um, by 2026, 2027, he could retire. It's very possible, but I think he'll play out through the rest of this contract. Japanese guys tend to play out through the rest of their contracts. They'll honor that and try to do the best for their team. Even if that means Darvish is not the same guy and he needs to be pushed back to the bullpen, he can do that. But knowing him and his pride, he'll, he'll, He'll stay a starter for the rest of his uh, career for that. And then it's funny that you bring up Noah. You know, we're having to adjust to all these rule changes pretty soon. And uh, one of the things that Darvish is probably going to take advantage of the most is that we are going to have that automatic strike zone now. And Mm -hmm. so framing is not going to matter much. So if these pitchers have it drilled in their head where the outside part of the plate is going to be, they'll hit that every time. So when you give these guys a chance to train for that, I I think Darvish will – thrive uh when it comes to situations like that that's a great point i'm excited for the rule changes to be quite honest and uh hoping it's for at least some good things in major league baseball uh now with darvish going to the wbc pitching for japan you have someone else out there who is considered to be a interesting free agent if not traded or anything or signs a massive extension which i highly doubt uh you got shohei otani who is in consideration of having the padres being a major threat to sign otani this is two times now that we've heard the padres being serious threats to get otani now of course we're not going to really know but are you maybe thinking that there was a little uh extra uh benefit in there with this contract saying, Hey, why don't you go out to the WC and try and pitch over uh, Otani to being a Padre? I mean, it's possible. Japanese guys are kind of weird when it comes to loyalties with their team. And you know what the common theme I've seen is that Japanese guys don't tend to be on the same team with other Japanese players. Uh, Usually if one guy has a spotlight, they don't actually go to teams where there's already an established Japanese player. Um, a lot of people thought that Darvish was going to bring in Suzaki, uh, uh, Suzuki from, uh, I think, yeah, the the guy that signed with the Cubs. Right, 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 right. So everybody thought he was going to sign with the Padres and then he ends up signing with the Cubs after he had a conversation with Darvish. And then everybody thought we were going to get Senga for the same reason since, you know, Senga <laughs> was uh, basically mentored by Darvish and he ends up going to the Mets. So, I, it's hard to predict things like that. I mean, if he does another recruiting trip where, you know, Otani wants to come and play for the Padres, I think it's more going to be on Otani than anything because yeah. I think Preller made a hell of an impression on Otani when he was first being recruited. Uh, from what we were hearing is that if the DH was in the National League at the time when Otani signed, he'd probably be a Padre right now. So, you know what, it's – We'll see what happens. He's going to get a massive contract where it's going to be a ridiculous amount of money. I mean, we're talking $50 million AAV possibly, uh, and that's just lowballing it, to be honest. When you have a player that is a Babe Ruth type and he can do both pitching and hitting and MVP calibers and Cy Young calibers, you know what? I'm all for us putting a player like that on the Padres, but the likelihood of it happening, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I rather I talked about this on the last episode uh, I had on here on YouTube, which uh, if you have not watched, will be up in the top right corner. Uh, but I talked about Juan Soto is the more likelihood to extend, and if they make a threat to take Otani, either way, okay, great. But 
they needed pitching at the end of the day. And I was stating on the last episode a little bit, Otani would be cool, but how much longer can he be a two-way player until he has to possibly decide on being a pitcher or just a hitter? Um, it's 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 a toll on your body. I don't care how great or athletic you are. It's a toll. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted that take. That would be a little bit more fun uh, to get into more serious manner again. Um, how are we feeling about Blake Snell, Firebolt? I thought no matter what, whether Darvish was extended for two minutes or six years, I think Snell is going to leave eventually, in which I think, I'll give you my take, I think the Padres made the right decision here, despite Snell being younger, a Cy Young winner. He's had his struggles until the second half hits as a Padre, in which we cannot afford that in a whole entire regular season. Darvish is coming off another 30-start season, both times with San Diego, has stayed healthy, knock on wood, but uh, he's been very consistent compared to Snell. Is there any likelihood of Snell staying a Padre for much longer after this season? I mean, there's a likelihood of it. Uh, you can't put anything past this team, and especially with Seidler as our owner, with Preller as our GM. If these guys want to keep them, they'll make an effort to keep these guys, especially if they're being successful with us. Um you know, I the kind of contract that Snell would be requesting, I'm unsure because, like you said, he very he he tends to struggle at the beginning of the year and then kind of comes more into his groove in the second half. So, how you project a contract with that type of player? I mean, he's gonna probably get 20 million AAV or more of like if we're throwing out guesses, I would put him more in the range of the five years over 100 million dollar contracts types. Um, I know he's got a heavy uh, interest into Seattle just from, you know, he's a big Washington fan. He always goes yeah. to Seahawks games. Um, you know, I think Seattle would be someplace that he's generally interested in. But I've also heard similar interest in that he is interested in sign- re-signing with the Padres. So you can't put anything past it. But again, a lot of we have five guys at the end of this offseason that are going to be wait and sees and you know, I think we have to enjoy the ride that we have with this team currently. And we definitely have a World Series type uh, roster right now. Health, you know, 162 games is a long time, and including the, the playoffs. And it depends on you being hot at the right time. You know, we've seen mm-hmm. the Dodgers win 111 games and only win one game in the playoffs. So anything can happen once you're in the show. So. I, I'm, I'm hopeful, I'm ex- I, I, but when it comes to Snell, it's more of a wait and see kind of thing. Can we resign him? Of course, but the likelihood, I would put probably not with with Darvish being extended, and then other priorities probably taking more of a a, a front of the line than Snell right now. Right, uh, I, I'm agreeing with that. To be quite honest with you, I think it's vital for the Padres to develop pitching. This spring training is going to be one of the most important spring trainings than ever before let alone this season right but i think you put it best we have to enjoy what we have now we can't be like critics talking about bogart's contract or uh manny if he gets extended what his contract looks like by 2028 because like saying with darvish 2028 let's say um with that you're just it's like okay yeah guys in their early 40s are going to progress but right now we're trying to get what they have right now. Tatis comes back. 
Bogarts is in his prime and is improving defensively. Uh, shall we go on? I mean, really, this team, top to bottom, looks incredible. And that's all you're going to ask for. I mean, really, the fact that this Darvish extension fireball, I just think, helps the Padres take the foot off the gas pedal and having to develop pitchers or any kind of prospect because we know that the Padres lack in developing prospects. So it kind of takes a little bit of a burden off them despite age coming into factor. Darvish knows how to take very good care of his body. And yes, I'm shifting over to football here, but I think we can both agree. Look at Tom Brady. Look at some other athletes as they're aging. LeBron, who just became the all-time leading scorer. Uh, congrats right there. Um, these guys age like fine wine. <laughs> these guys really do. Yeah. So like we can say, right? We can say, okay, this guy's not going to pan out by this age, but we don't know. These technologies better. The way athletes train is better. You just don't know. So. Yep. Absolutely. That's my, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Father's Time always is undefeated, and we don't know how we can project these players. But in baseball in general, I mean, the average age where players typically tend to retire is after the age of 40. So we have these guys locked up long-term, like with Xander and with Tatis. Uh, I mean, Tatis will probably be in his late 30s by the time of the end of his contract. Um, but Xander going into his age 40 season, uh, Darvish now going into his age 40 season. And if we sign Manny to an extension, he'd probably be going into an age 40 season. So, I mean, we're going to have an old team 10 years down the road, but let's worry about that 10 years down the road. Exactly. Uh, that's exactly it. Enjoy the ride as it goes. Cause for once, and it felt like a million years, the Padres are contending. It's still crazy to say and to see how much money is being spent and committed into this team and this roster. Uh, Fireball, I'll let you go soon, but I think the last thing I want to talk about, there's already, but there's talks that the Padres are already having conversations with Manny Machado and an extension. I think we all knew this was going to come to get something done, even if it's before spring training starts. And uh, maybe, maybe Juan Soto can be in the mix, but that's a little bit more vague. So if you had a prediction or a hopeful guess, even uh, what are you hoping for, at least with Manny Machado? I think we're just going to stick to him to wrap up the episode. You know, if we're, Sticking with Machado, I think the best case scenario for him would be to sign an extension sooner rather than later. And probably I made the prediction on Twitter that he's going to sign uh, an extension before opening day. And I like the fact that Ken Rosenthal came out with an article on The Athletic saying that pretty much the similar sentiments that it's vital for the Padres to sign Machado to an extension before opening day because we cannot allow him to go into – the offseason with a guy like Steve Cohen out there and the Mets seriously needing the third baseman where they're just going to throw the bag at him. So, you know, if Manny wants to play here, we're going to give him the money that's fair enough in the equal market value. I think it's a marriage that can work out well for both sides. And I do predict that Manny will be a Padre long-term. Me too. And AJ Perler said on the Buster Only show, right? 
it's up to Manny. He can opt in. If if Preller and Siler come over here and say, listen, if you opt in, we can be guaranteed to extend Soto. Go look in, into Otani and XYZ. Manny might just say, all right, cool. I'm going to opt in. I'm still making, I'm still set for life making this much money. If he says, I want to opt out, what are the pros and cons to it? They can look at that too. So Preller said it bets. It's up to Manny Machado. He can definitely either look to just stay a couple more years longer, not take that much money, that much more uh, per year. But in the end, yeah, I, I think it's going to be easily Manny a Padre for life uh, for sure. So we can hope. We can hope. We did not expect this U Darvish news, but it happened. Uh, uh, and I did not expect to have a nice guest on in Firebolt. I can't thank you enough for coming on, everyone. Please show him support. He's got a great, great Twitter as well as YouTube and everything like that. Uh, Friar Bolt Sports is a link uh, in the description below. Um, so, Friar Bolt, I can't thank you enough. Uh, any wrap-up takes before we end this show? Um, no, I mean, it's an exciting time for baseball, and it's an exciting time for Padre baseball, and uh, you know what? I like the fact that you did bring up the that you know we have to start developing these guys, and uh, in order to have some sustained success for long term, we have to start developing these guys. And uh, we've seen the Giants do it when they went on their World Series runs. They had homegrown players. The Dodgers have had homegrown players. You want to have sustained success, you got to have these guys start coming up and start producing. So it's nice and uh, to do what Preller's doing with the trades and with the free agents, but. We got to start having guys like Merrill and hopefully Lesko when they come up. Salas uh, being an international signing, you know, 16 years old, but he's projected to be the next Joe Maurer. So, you know, if you, you think baseball is exciting for the Padres now, just wait until these kids start coming up. Right. I agree. Like even the Astros, they know how to develop guys. It's a good mix to have rather than just spending the big bucks uh, look at the Brooklyn Nets. They spent the big bucks, and now they just tore it apart limb from limb. Um, so pretty funny. But in the end, that's that. Uh, so make sure, Friar Faithful, if you like this video, leave a thumbs up. Comment what you think as well with this whole Darvish extension, six years, $108 million, uh, and everything like that. Subscribe to the channel. We're on a road. Made a little bit of a mark to 100 before opening day going to try and get there 63 and counting as i speak with firebolt right now firebolt can't thank you enough for coming on and uh, it was a pleasure having you if you guys ever want to come on please follow me on twitter send me a dm i do not bite uh grand slam padres and we can be more than happy to try and set something up absolutely i appreciate you having me on dominic yeah, no, thank you, Firebolt. Remember, everyone, show him support in every which way. Great stuff. And make sure you follow and uh, check out the Twitter spaces for any Padres talk. Come in, talk about San Diego Padres. It's uh, pretty fun, to say the least. So thank you again, and I'll I see have- you all in the next episode.